Welcome to Kick Some ADHD, the podcast for professionals and business owners who struggle to stay focused and get the important stuff done. We'll help you understand how to maximize the unique advantages that come with ADHD and learn ways to keep the struggles and negative impacts at bay. Now, here are your hosts, ADHD coach for professionals, Dana Rayburn, and digital marketing strategist, David Johnson. Okay, Dana, I love the fact that it's this time of the week again, and we're already laughing and smiling. We are. I'm trying not to laugh as we do our intro, David. Hey, it's all good, because now's (laughs) the chance that we have for you and I and all of our listeners to... Kick some ADHD. Bam! Yeah. And leave people wondering, how, how do we do that? <laughs> yes, but that's not what we're talking about today, David. We're kind of talking about that next week. This week, it's episode 68, How Do They Do That? They. Who are they, they. today, Dana? Who are we talking about? We're talking about those theys that we tend to adore, but are neurotypical people without ADHD who do things mysteriously like, well, we're going to talk about them. I mean, they just get stuff done without even struggling. They just all this stuff. We've got a laundry list of things. We're just going to bash them. We're going to unload on the non-ADHD people out there. I love this. I have been looking forward to this since you first mentioned we were going to do an episode like this. I have been looking forward to it. I can't wait to just bash all those neurotypical people. Although, like you said, some of them are people that we really love and care for and want in our lives. And so we don't want to bash them too much. Right? (laughs) Depend upon. (laughs) Oh, well, you had to bring it right home, didn't you? (laughs) Yeah. But what we were laughing so about, true. everybody, is when when we were getting ready to hit record, we realized they probably wonder how we do what we do, how we just blather on in a podcast for 30 minutes with not a whole lot of planning. It's true. I, back when I used to host radio, I, like I had a friend that had a radio show and he would call me at the last minute. Hey, can you host a show today at five? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, I'd go to the radio station, host a show for him and, you know, and then he would ask, he's like, how do you do that without prep? You know, like you just, if I call you, you just go do it. And I'm like, yeah, I just, I don't know. It's like breathing. I, I just do it, you know? And it, you, you know, uh, whatever people think of, of, of what I do on Kick Some ADHD, the podcast, for whatever reason, <laughs> that was pretty well received when I co-hosted his show. So, or when I guest hosted his show. So I, I, well, I, I was, I've heard, that was mysterious. Yeah. Yes, it's mysterious. And I have heard that you are building a fan base. Oh, well. You, you know more about this than I do. So okay. that's good. Anyway, that's that is that not our topic today. <laughs> no, it's not. Fandom. It's not. Now we're wondering about how they do that. So what I've realized is I can emulate people without ADHD in some ways. I've learned to do that. That's part of managing living successfully with ADHD. I've learned tricks to calm my ADHD. But it takes work and it takes focus and effort. And how do they do it so naturally? It's true. It's true. I don't get that. There's so many things. And I know we're going to talk specifics here because we have to rant specifically. Otherwise, it's yeah. just, a, you know, it's not very useful. <laughs> yeah. So, so the first one, how do they stay still during Zoom calls? David, <laughs> how do they do that? Oh, my gosh. Oh, so... So is it just me, Dana, or do you watch yourself during the Zoom call? Do when, Like if you have the video up, do you have it ar- ar- arrayed in such a way that you can see yourself? 
sometimes. Yeah, I can see myself. And they and actually, I've read that that's probably not a good that a good thing that leads to Zoom exhaustion. However, um, oh. I don't know how to make it so I can't see me. Oh, well, you can change the view so you can change. Okay. So you see whoever's anyway, speaking. Anyway, that's yeah, it. We're not tech solving yeah. my problems no, right no. now. Anyway, but how do they sit still? And actually, I think it's good for me to be able to see me because then I can see how I'm fidgeting and moving around and messing with my hair and, uh, you know, it's just true. all just all of the stuff. I, you know, how do they sit still? They sit still and pay attention. I, I, so I, what I struggle with is I, I, I actually, it's better if I don't see myself because then I don't realize how much I'm fidgeting and, and, and then, cause I really don't care if I'm fidgeting, <laughs> but what I do care about is that for whatever reason, depending on the d- time of day with Adderall in my system, I get a crazed look in my eye. <laughs> And sometimes I'll bring up the screen where I can see myself and I'm like, oh my gosh, I look psychopathic. Like I look, I look like I would not want to be on a call with me. (laughs) So, so a psychopathic fidgeter. Yeah. Yeah. Except I don't fidget as much with the Adderall in my system. I just look crazed. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe it's not until I see myself, but I don't know. That's what tends to happen to me. It's true though. People do that. They, 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 they survive on zoom and don't seem to need fidget toys. Yeah. They sit still and, and yeah. And I, and I, yeah, I I just don't, I don't know how they do that. I just don't know they have that. So what do you got, David? What are you, what's your quandary? Well, I mean, so a lot of my quandaries are really big, important things. I think it's probably more fun if we talk about some of the, the, funnier ones first like you did already like you know staying still during a zoom call right that's that's good what about people who just remember to do things at the right time oh god you know what i mean remembering remembering shit yeah how do they do that yeah or like the next time i'm at lowe's i need to buy that one little part or whatever or thing for the house, right? Or Home Depot or whatever. And then I get to the to the, to the home improvement store f- going after something. And it's a miracle if I can remember what I actually went there for. N- not not set aside whatever the thing is. Because then I'll stand there and, and look around and go, I know there was something else. What was I supposed yeah. to get here? You know yeah. what I mean? But yeah. people just like, oh, when they walk into the, to the place, they just go, oh, yeah, I knew. I told myself when I was here, I needed to remember to buy blank a blank or whatever it is. Right. And right. they just do it. I don't get that. Don't they know. just remember stuff. And I remember things, but I have to have a bazillion reminders. I have this scaffolding of reminders. I do not go to the store without having things listed down on my phone. Absolutely. You know, I, just, I, I can't. I I appear places and look like I know what's going on, but that's because I've got reminders going off all day long. Same here. Yeah. And I'm often on time for meetings and things just because of the calendar. But like, <laughs> if I remember things just randomly, it's going to be 2 a.m. or some oddball time where it, it's, it's, I'm at the wrong place or it's the wrong time. And then I'm trapped. I'm like, ah, oh, rats. I got to, I got to figure out how to make sure that this comes up at the right time or the right place. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So how do they remember stuff? Without having to have a zillion reminders. It's true. It's true. You know, the other thing about going to the store, Home Depot or something, how do they remember that they have the thing at home? I mean, don't you buy duplicates of stuff because you forget? Oh my gosh, I just did this the other day. I got home with a fresh bottle of, I don't remember now what it was, but then I, I I went to go put it right where it goes and guess what? There was a brand new one right there. 
I had yeah. remembered it already. <laughs> <laughs> I had forgotten that I remembered. <laughs> oh my god. How does gosh. he remember stuff? Yeah, it's oh weird. Oh my god. It's so bizarre. I don't know. Oh I don't know. Oh my god. Okay, so we've kind of talked about traveling. Yeah. Before, but I got to bring this one up. How do they re How do they manage to pack early for a trip? Oh my gosh. Even even my daughter. Yeah, my daughter. This morning. We're texting. Okay, she's moved to DC. I'm going to go visit her again (gasps) in the end of October. End of October. And she's texting this me this morning, Mom, will you have room in your suitcase for my such and such? How in the world would anyone know that now? (laughs) I'm sorry. I, I know. Aja, I love you and everything, but I mean, seriously, who knows ahead of time how much room they're going to... And of course, you're not going to have room in your suitcase, Dana, because we always maximize everything, don't we? Well, yeah, and yeah, and I and I just basically sent back a text, well, I'll be able to tell you that on whatever day we're leaving, October 23rd, right? and I'll be able to tell you that on October 23rd, and probably not. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Now, if, if it's something that, you know, I know that I really want to do this for that person, not that you don't want to do this for your daughter, but like, if it's something like that, then I'll go like, okay, I can I can plan around that as long as I remember it. <laughs> but like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like I can, okay, if that's part of the parameters, then I just have a smaller bag, you know? I'll still maximize right. the amount of space I have, but. Right, and you know. but the, I mean, this for me to bring whatever she wanted means I wouldn't get to take the stuff I need. So well, that's the, different. Yeah, I mean, if she I wanted like a big pair check-in of... bag, and I'm not going to do that oh, yeah. anyway. If she'd asked her aunt, my sister, who's also going on this little jaunt, Gail, yes, Gail, we know you love us and listen to us. Gail, Hi, Gail. would be able to say exactly if she has room or not. Yeah, because, because she's, she's already sort of she's like worked on, it out. She's already figured out what she's taking i think oh heck no she may already I'm so be sorry. packed i don't know oh that's just weird i mean who would do well, that she's you gotta packed. wear those clothes she's, between she's, yeah she's not she's not i'm just making that up but she probably has thought it through yeah that's just bizarre yeah. ain't nobody got yeah. time for that i'm sorry yeah, how do they get ready how do they plan things ahead okay so so that kind of falls in line with one of mine which is like how do people just do things that aren't yet a crisis so, because like in the, in the work that I do, I, 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 I'm, I'm around some of these people and you know, there's a deadline looming next week or whatever, and they're already trucking away, making progress on it. And I'm, and I'm like, okay, but my part, I won't get to that until, you know, the day before or the yeah. day of maybe. And you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't understand how that, because like, I guess what Dana, you 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 you've modeled this, so maybe you can actually answer this one because you actually do things ahead of time yeah, way but more David, effectively. It takes work. Yeah, I mean, these it people took me years to it. figure it out, and it takes work and structure and reminders and thinking, and it, it actually takes brain power. And basically, what I do is I set up my systems, my task lists, and I kind of just follow them like a robot so Which is i'm smart. out of the decision no that's good no that's good yeah, but, I, but, it, but i have a feeling the people you're working with don't have to go no. to those levels they somehow have enough room on their plate that they can work on things for next week and i'm I, that's the thing that's actually probably even more perplexing is like how do they live without a backlog of stuff like i don't get that at all 
And that's also a little scary to not have a backlog of stuff. Yeah. What if you run out of things to do? I, I mean, yeah, I've worried about that. What if I run out of things to do? Wow. That isn't, got wow. Deep. Isn't it? It's terrifying. And then what do you, I mean, there's nothing scarier for ADHD than nothing to do. We say we want it, but we really don't. I don't think. No, I don't know. Did did we ever talk about the Leonardo da Vinci uh, bio, biography that I read? Um, if we do, David Darling, I don't have a inkling of a remembrance. It it it's pretty clear that he was one of us. Oh gosh, yeah, I think he was. But he he carried around a painting for like I don't remember. I think it was like thirty years, and it wasn't finished yet. And he he just you know he I think he was deathly afraid of finishing things because then what, what would he have to work on? Right. Yeah. I've got a needlepoint hanging on my office door that I've had been dragging around unfinished for 40 years. Oh, my. I can finish that. So if I ever finish the needlepoint, we know I've run out of things to do. Boy, isn't that the truth? Isn't yeah, that the truth? And you probably enjoy needlepoint too, right? Like it's probably. Oh, I haven't done it for years because I never finish them. But this one was really good and it's actually almost done. Oh, cool. Well, yeah. I hope to so, see it someday. I thought of another one and I can't remember what it was. Oh, Darn gosh, I'm sorry. David. Okay, no, it's okay. Keep talking and it'll come back if it was important. Okay, so this one is kind of related. When, like, you know, every like sort of success expert, person, coach, whatever, that's not in the ADHD world, they'll always espouse this idea of applying consistent action over time, Right. If you want to write a book, you, you, you rather than like, you know, scheduling a weekend away where you're going to like crank out a few chapters or whatever, you just work, you write an hour a day or two hours or whatever it is. Right. And I always think, gosh, that sounds, that sounds, I mean, it makes a lot of sense. It sounds, it, it sounds does. amazing, but people do that crap. How do they just yeah. do that? They just truck forward on things and just consistently make progress on stuff. And then at the end of it, you know, they're successful. And I'm over here, you know, n- not. <laughs> procrastinating. <laughs> yes, procrastinating. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I, I'm, I'm like... <laughs> yeah. I, like, I've started a handful of writing projects. I, I'm writing is on my brain today. And, and it's, it's like... You know, my life would be, I think, in my in the in my mind, my life would be so much better had I finished like one or two of those projects. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking No, they're hard. They are hard. I, yeah, but people just I, do it. Well, and I wrote my book Organized for Life a bazillion years ago, and the only way I did that is because Aj I did it when Aja was in preschool and it was too far to drive to drive back home to the office so i just sat in coffee shops and wrote and wrote but while it was she very was, yeah. sporadic it's uh, very sporadic wow yeah it's just interesting i it's, it's one of those things yeah. it's like just people just and again i think it comes back to the, all the motivation and but but like yeah. you can't do that if you're if you're constantly putting out fires which is my no you know favorite thing to talk about here on this podcast yeah. for whatever reason yeah yeah the Consistent. wildfire dumpster fire of your life yeah consistent and yeah so i my goal is is to increase consistency but never to think i'm going to be consistent right because and it's and you also have to plan for the spontaneity i mean yeah thinking i'm going to get up every morning and write for an hour i tried that once and it lasted for three days maybe if that two and a half 
I did too. I, I tried it several times. It didn't last. I, I think, I think it would be incredibly boring. So consistent is, I want to be reliable. You know, I want people to consistently be able to rely on me to do what I say and to do what I need yeah. to do. That's well, I want to be able to consistently, more consistently rely on me to do what I say I'm going to do more consistently, not all the time. I mean, we can't get there. And we've talked about exactly. This. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remembered. Okay. God, I might have forgot it again. Darn it. Dana. Okay. Keep talking. Oh, right. I know. I know. I know. I know. Okay, do it, do it. How do they plan their day the night before? Oh my how gosh! How do they plan the next day, the night before? Yeah, how do, how does that even work? I don't, I, I don't understand that. Because the plans changed by the morning. If it, you do, I, I've tried that. Okay, there's a lot of things fraught with peril about this. I've tried it, and first off, it's not something I can do sustainably and consistently because by the time I'm done with work, I'm slamming down the computer and running out the door of my yeah. office. Yeah, you know, same. At the last thing I'm going to do is sit down and say, so I'm going to plan tomorrow. Um, no. And then if I have managed to plan tomorrow the night before, rarely, 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 I get into tomorrow morning and I sit down at my desk and I I mean, things have changed. I've changed my mind I've, or whatever has happened instead and I'm doing something different. So that's part of the brilliance that I think I have. And it sounds arrogant, but you know what I mean? Like in the moment when, you know, when I need to figure out something super complex in that headspace, when it's the time I can do it. But if I try to do that when I'm not in that space, like the night before, let's say, I, I might produce a plan. It might be perfectly legitimate, but it w- it won't be nearly as useful as the one I'll produce when I'm in the in the situation, yeah. right? So something yeah. about being in the situation causes all these things to light up in my brain that makes and so, like you said, it would just be completely different, and the plan would be useless. So, like, why bother? <laughs> yeah. So I go into the morning having kind of an idea, a skeleton. You know, there's an idea there. And this is, remember, we talked about the strategic procrastination. Yes. And yes. God, I have a hard time saying You that. said it correctly. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Anyway, that that we we'd work on things, we chip away a little bit at a time, but don't expect to have the big brainstorm and the big ideas until the last minute. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's the way you got to set it up and do stuff. I, um... I liken it to this quote that I ran across recently that 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 said it was from Thomas Schelling. He said, one thing a person cannot do, no matter how rigorous his analysis or heroic his imagination, is to draw up a list of things that would never occur to him. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and it was it, the way where I heard it was in the context of war games. Like the reason the military engages in these oh, big, complex war games. I listened to that. I listened to that podcast. You did. It was yes. Malcolm Gladwell, the one that no, I listened to. I love Malcolm Gladwell. Oh, oh God, man. Wouldn't it be great if we could have him on a podcast as a guest, but he probably would charge us a bazillion dollars. Do you think, I think he must be neurotypical though, because he's one of those people that just cranks out consistently great work all the time. Oh, I think he is. I think he is. Yeah. And he's so darn smart and creative. Anyway, we digress again. Yeah. I can't remember the name of his podcast, but revisionist history. Probably, it's really great. You. Yes, it's it's, it's a great, wonderful. Yeah, I love it's it. It's one of my faves. Yeah, I'm me too. So sad he's on vacation right now. Oh, I'm so far behind on his podcast that I just randomly sampled one of last week, and that's the one I listened to. 
<laughs> anyway, we digress again. Here's one that David just wrote on our little list. Report and communicate at the end of the day. Status reports. Is that oh what you mean? Oh my gosh, yes. Yeah, <sighs> like I've got a client hounding me today and I promised them that I would send them an update at the end of the day yesterday. And it was like you said, you know, you're you're like trying to wrap up the details and there's oh yeah i'm getting pinged and like chats and things and whatever and i'm like i gotta i just gotta shut it down <laughs> out the door <laughs> no more computer yeah this morning yeah. hey where's that update you know you, you said you'd send it at the end of the day dang it i did and it so again the trick is don't say you're gonna send it at the end of the day say you'll send it in the morning yeah, but then you got to lie. You got to give yourself I'll buffer time. Get and, up in the morning and focus on everything else and won't remember to do okay, it then either. Well, yeah. So, or, no. it, well, yeah. Anyway, I need somebody yeah. else to just handle that stuff for me. Like, right. track well, it's my like time. The timekeeping. You, yeah. you, I mean, how do it's, they track yeah. time? How Same. do they track time? I, yeah. And, yeah. And when I was in the corporate world and had to do status reports, it was just hell. I would just lie. I would make it all up. Once a week, we had to submit a status report and I'd sit down there, you know, five minutes before it was due and I just write out a bunch of BS and no, they never caught me. I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't fabricate. I would just skip it oh. because it's like by the time I spend all that time doing status updates, I could have actually made reasonable progress on your project. Like, you know what I mean? Like right. I just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's an issue because it's, it's fundamentally part of my operating system that it's like, I'd rather do something than tell you about what I have done. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't yeah. know. It's, okay. it's annoying. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. My big one that I'm working on right now is how do they send birthday cards on time? Oh, how do boy. they do that? How do yeah. they how do they send Christmas cards? How do they do that? Dana, I have um I have a stash of envelopes in my cabinet that I've been using for I think 12 or 13 years now. And the envelopes are the wrong size. They're not a number 10. They're specifically suited for the Christmas card that I printed that year that, you know, with the photos on it and everything. Uh-huh. And, you know, I, I don't know, printed like 150, whatever it was. And we were going to mail them to all the people and stuff. And that was the Did first you? year that we that we didn't send anyone a photo of, of my daughter for Christmas. And we've never done it since. I've never done it since because we, we aren't a we anymore. But um but boy, those those envelopes have come in handy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that, yeah. I I mean, I went through the trouble. I I I, it, I scheduled a photo shoot. Did the I shot the the I did the photography. I just edited the images. Got all the thing. Got it all laid out. Printed them. Got them. All that had to be done. I bought the stamps. Wow. I Never hope they were forever them. stamps. Well, I long ago finished using them, so I don't remember if they were or not. Yeah, but yeah, and this is, I hear this all the time. Every every holiday season, we have start having the Christmas card conversations with people. And I think, just don't bother. I know. You know if, if people, I know, there are people who can do this and there are people who can't. Yeah, and I'm glad that we don't live in that world anymore. There are people who still think this way, of course, that, you know, if you don't send the Christmas card, well, I'm taking you off of my list and then Oh, I'm off of a lot of lists. Yeah, but, but the then those people really take it personally. Me, yeah. I know. The people who love me know that this is how I am and that uh they'll hear from me every once in a while and it's not going to be a card at Christmas. Yeah, except I, now I feel badly enough about some of those people that I'm like I can never reach out to them now. Yeah. Well, 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah, that's see, uh, I'm I'm just I just have accepted that this is me and and Scott could send Christmas cards if he wanted to. Uh, why is it me? Yeah. Why does it have to be me? Yeah. Well, and that same thing. Like, why? Why did it have to be me? I I did all the things except for that last bit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. It was a lot come of work. On. Yeah. Come on, people. Oh, uh, the birthday card thing. I I I got a pass on that for a few years when I was like aggressively using Facebook because then you could just you know message someone on Facebook when everybody was doing it because you'd get the notifications like, hey, it's yeah, so and so's birthday. Yeah, but now it's your birthday and you get five thousand happy birthdays and it's just BS. Oh well, and I stopped using Facebook. So all those people that I that I that I was messaging on Facebook for their birthday now I've stopped and I have no clue when their birthdays are because I was letting Facebook you know remind me and be my my memory system. Them. but yeah I, I those people who i do care about they they, they know if they get a, a, a happy birthday message from me and it's like two three weeks late that's eh, it's i'm still thinking about you you know what i may yeah. not have thought about you on time but i was still thinking about you dang it yeah you matter uh, yeah yeah <sighs> no it's just it's just what else what else do you got getting overwhelmed how do these people how do these people, you wrote this one in here, I think. Avoid I the dread Avoid the and overwhelm. Avoid the dread and overwhelm of the fun stuff. Vacations, holidays, birthdays, oh. all the things that a lot, I think other people enjoy and I would like to enjoy, but it's so hard to do it. Yeah. I'm having this problem right now. I, I like I took a couple of weeks ago. I took a couple of days off from work. A Friday and a Monday had a long weekend. It was great. I enjoyed it. It was wonderful. I am still paying the price for missing two days of work. You know what I mean? And I've just gotten further and further behind. And I, now there's like holidays coming up where it's oh you're gosh. expected to take time off. And I'm thinking, I don't know. I just it's like. I can't even think about it and the logistics of getting from here to there and how am I going to pay for it? Because, you know, you know what I mean? Right. Like, it's just overwhelming. And packing and getting the house shut down and all of the stuff. Figure out what you're going to take. Make sure the birthdays, pets are taken care of. Oh, yeah, yeah. Birthdays. Remember to get presents and oh, yeah. if it's a birthday in the household. Yeah. Presents and cards and decorating and. Oh, I can't oh, even think about decorating. No. Decorating gosh. ain't happening. No. Well, if it's a little kid, you kind of do. Yeah. You know? Well, when she was little, it, that's that happened. But now, no. Yeah. Yeah. You know all of that stuff, and and sometimes it's like, oh, this sounds like it would be so much fun, and I just I don't have the bandwidth. I I can't get. I can't do it. I will, but I'm not going to do it happily and joyfully. It's true. Which and is sad. bandwidth is such a good word for it. I, I read or a book. Capacity. That's another one that I've been hearing lately. The capacity to deal with. Yeah. I read a book earlier. Well, I, I haven't finished it, but you know how I started a book <laughs> and got, got through the really good parts. Um, that's called scarcity. And it, hmm. it, 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 it's actually, it's, it's like the subtitle is why having too little means so much. And it's a, it's about poverty because people who are in 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 um, you know consistent poverty, it actually they call it the bandwidth tax in this book because people who are always trying to struggling to figure out how to pay the bills and manage things without resources end up with their attention being consumed and it causes them to get further and further behind in their life. And I'm like, you just described ADHD. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Like that's the deal. As like I don't have enough bandwidth because my yeah. bandwidth is used just to function every day. Just to function, just to show up and get the basic stuff done you need to get done or else you're going to end up on the street. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting idea and it's true though because some people are just and then and then you, it's, it can be hard, Dana. I'll just be real for a second. Can we be real for a second? Is that okay? Oh, yes. Let's be real. It can be hard sometimes to look at people who won the genetic lottery and do not have a neurochemical issue in their life because then they can start at the same starting point that I started at and they're going to finish faster, better, stronger, and in all the other ways, better off. And it's, it can be hard. I, I try, I'm not one of these people that's like feeling sorry for myself very often, but once in a while that creeps up on me and I go, yeah, you know, if I didn't have to struggle like this, I'd be way more successful too. Cause I'm, I'm a lot yeah. smarter than you, you know, I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. But you, are. you know what I mean? You are. Well, yeah. maybe, and, I don't know. At the end of the day, I mean, if you know, David, who's smarter? <laughs> David, that's why next week. We're, our podcast is on, and the name may change, everybody. Please don't hold me to this. But I'm thinking my favorite things. So it's the good things we like about our ADHD. Or maybe it would be, how do we do that? Yeah, yeah. Which is, which is as, cool. Yeah. Yeah, as we were talking about, when we started this, we know a lot of neurotypical people who can't just, you know, jump on, record a podcast with very sketchy notes and be okay. And hopefully make it listenable, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, well, something other people enjoy. They seem uh, to love us. I guess you know those those, those two or three people. And who was it? My mom <laughs> who reached out to you last that week. Out and, to us seemed to love it. Yeah, <laughs> and we're having a good time. <laughs> uh, it's great. It's great. Well, so speaking of which, if 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 that's you and you love this show and you just want to tell us how great you think it is, then you can reach out to us. But perhaps even more. You know, a stronger motivation, Dana, might be that someone is like, wait a minute, you guys missed. Here's the question. Here's the thing I want to know. How do they do? If you've got one of those, if you can finish that sentence, how do they do blank? And it's not something we talked about. We want to hear from you, right? We do want to hear from you. Put it on the Facebook group. Yeah. Yeah. Facebook.com slash kick some ADHD. All one word. That gets you there. We got a fantastic review on Facebook the other day. That was really nice. We did. couple weeks ago and then also you can hit us up on twitter uh, twitter.com slash kick some adhd there you can also go to the website this is episode 68 as dana pointed out earlier and so you can find it at kick some adhd.com slash zero six eight there's a place there yes. for you to sound off tell us what you think and all that sort of good stuff yeah how do they do that david how do I they end know. a podcast in a certain amount of time right well, I used to have to do that with a radio clock. I love not being forced to, you know, watch the timer and end it on the nose. <laughs> I'll just be real. This is much better. <laughs> this is way more fun. All right, fun. everybody. Thanks, David. Good to see you. I know. You Good don't to look see you like too. a crazed, crazy person right now. That's nice because that would be a little scary. Well, that's good because I'm not actually looking at myself on this video call. So maybe if I saw myself, I would I would make the crazed face. No, by, you're you not. Know. Okay, no, that's good. You're not. You're not. <laughs> All right, everybody, go out, have a great week, and kick some ADHD. Bam! We hope you've enjoyed this episode of Kick Some ADHD with Dana Rayburn and David Johnson. Did you find this helpful? Please share it with everyone you know who squirrel uh um has ADHD. 
or might, and leave a rating and a review in your podcast app. It helps other people find us. For more help with ADHD, including information on Dana's ADHD Success Club and episodes of Kick Some ADHD you've missed, go to kicksomeadhd.com.